Gonna Go Pizza presents S D P P the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Let's go! What if I told you I knew what the NHL game of the decade was? We know what coach of the decade was or who it was. It was Joel Quinville. What would be the NHL game of the decade? You hold that Wait, thought. What? Oh yeah. They named a game of the decade. So hang like on to the that. the best game of the Of the 2010s. entire decade. The best game. Okay. But we'll, we'll hold fair. off on that. I'm just teasing that. That's mm-hmm. later in the show. Right now, I've got something that's very exciting for you. Especially if you're a Leaf fan in Toronto. We've partnered with Crown Royal to live generously. Oh, Our okay. friends at Crown Royal have generously offered up a chance to win tickets to the Toronto Maple Leafs this season. If you are a resident of Toronto, visit CR. LiveGenerously.com and tell Crown Royal how you've been inspired to act generously for a chance to win a pair of tickets. There are 19 prizes available to be won throughout this period. 19! 19 19 games with the approximate value of the prize ranging anywhere from $422 to $834. We have to say that for legal reasons. So what's that, standing room? (laughs) No, I think those are good seats. Oh, okay. The odds of winning each prize depend on the number of entries received by the applicable draw date. During the contest period, the contest closes March 27th at 12 p.m. That's lunchtime. Entrance must be 19 plus and a resident of the city of Toronto. The selected entrant must answer a mathematical skill testing question in order to to win. Sorry, Steve. Good luck. (laughs) It's crlivegenerously.com. Let's get into who wore the crown. Live generously. Life will treat you royally. Why not pour your a crown royal? Because, boy, we're going to have to drink after last night. Now, again, who wore the crown is about... Recognizing one lead player who gave it all for the blue and white. It's our town. It's our crown. It's not what you have, but what you have to give. Let's crown that leaf somehow that generously, that lives generously uh, by giving it all to their team. Brought to you by friends of Crown Royal. Live generously. Life will treat you royally. And let us get into it. This player is uh, one of the only leaf players who can say they put forth an honest effort last night. This player is 23 years old. This player is fast as all shit. This player plays sparingly on the power play, and despite that, he is a 40 to 50 point player. He is a key part of the penalty kill, and he barely takes penalties. And most of all, this player is not getting traded for a backup goalie, Kasperi Kapanen. That is the player who, most of all, I said most of all, he is more not getting traded for a backup goalie than he is fast. That is uh, what he is most no, of all. I don't think for the that's a metric. The <laughs> thing he is most is not getting traded for a backup goal. Okay. That's the thing he is most. All right. Andreas Janssen is getting traded for the backup goal. I mean, I would. I would. Pierre Ingvall gets my crown. Oh. Again. He's gotten a lot of crowns. He has, because his line with Kerfoot. Looking awful good, huh? Uh, like, just, of all the terribleness last night. Of all the disappearing acts on the team, last night was bad. You know, you know what was sucky? Going all the way to Steve's house mm-hmm. to watch Steve upset about the game. <laughs> the only thing that provide, that stopped Steve from throwing his phone across the room was the fact that Everly was there. And he uh. was playing with her and was very happy to be playing. The happiest baby! Mm-hmm. The that world's happy. You know why? She was facing away from the TV. That's probably it. That's and right. also, Steve's wow. a lot of fun, let's be honest. But, uh, but yeah, Pierre Engvall... Gets mine. I almost gave it to Alexander Kerfoot, but I gave it to Engvall because he was the setup man. And I think that he has stepped in. I mean, we knew Kerfoot was an NHL player at the beginning of the season. We didn't know Pierre Engvall was an NHL player yet. No. Unless there's like there's like five Marlies reporters who are like, I did. Ah. <laughs> but um, screw them. Yeah, yeah. Screw you and your hard work. All of them. <laughs> Every one of them. 
Mm. Every single one. <laughs> Each one more than the last. <laughs> Who will go first? <laughs> all of them. That's how it works. In all honesty, though, Pierre Engvall, uh, you get my crown for being one of the lone bright spots. That line was one of the lone bright spots uh, last night. It was a painful, painful game. Producer Jesse, who is not producer Jesse here, but I don't. I, I get used to calling you that. I'm sorry. That's Jesse, good. producer. Yes. I think this week for his performance... Thursday versus the Calgary Flames and his mm. hometown team. Mm. William Nylander definitely deserves the crown. Jesse was there. And he scored the least first goal uh, and actually made the game look playable against Chicago. Yes. <laughs> he did make the game look playable until it was like 30 <laughs> seconds later when Chicago scored again, which seemed to be happening all night. What is it about the damn Blackhawks? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll find out after, after Jesse. But anyway, Jesse, but who on, are you on crown? Thursday. But what about my whimsical questions? <laughs> <laughs> We're all focused on the Blackhawks last night because yeah. that was so bad. But on Thursday, David Riddish. Holy shit. <laughs> Did that man have a game? <laughs> Let's not so, talk about David Riddich right now because I was making me mad after watching last night's highlights. But anyway. But thank oh. God William Nylander was able to beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, with it, the play started with him behind the boards. Got to, you got to appreciate the effort. Made his own play. Went a couple, went around the, around the end. Came back out front. Hit it in. Perfect. Tied it up. Got the point. Perimeter, perimeter player William Nealand. He actually scored a perimeter front, goal last night, which was crazy. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, that doesn't <laughs> happen anymore at all. So rare. It never happened. It's it just doesn't. a narrative everybody yeah, ran it's true. with. True. You know, um, uh, the. Uh, isn't he first in the NHL for goals in that area? Mm-hmm. He's like first second. or second. Yeah, second. Stupid. Yeah, that's, that's that just so stupid. Episode. That's uh, super stupid. He is. Soups. He is what we were told David Clarkson is. Yeah, or was true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they still they pay him only two million dollars or no less than two million dollars more than they played paid Clarkson. How funny is that? But <laughs> <laughs> like, when you put that in perspective, Clarkson what was five five two five mm-hmm. five seven five five seven five loophole so, was five two so five. William Nylander makes one point one five million dollars more than David Clarkson, and people are upset about William Nylander's contract. No, no, yeah, but he doesn't have any. Uh, as Greg Wachinski would say, what are his scary intimidations per sixty? <laughs> He said that about Milan Lucic. He's like, yeah, but you haven't considered... Because they were talking about James Neal's hot start. Yes, but how many scary intimidations has he had? That's really good. Greg Greg is such a shit, but he's one of the funniest people in the world. (laughs) I would say that to his face. I love you, Greg. But, like, holy... There's sometimes on Twitter I'm like, oh, Greg's going to get into trouble today. Greg, he does. (laughs) And he does. He does. The South Park episode with the motorcyclists... You know how they're standing at a urinal and the motorcyclist is like, no one's looking at me. So he goes, that is Greg. People are being far too friendly to me. That is Greg Wyshynski. So Nylander gets my crown for his performance on Thursday and for trying to keep the team in the game last night, which couldn't do. Couldn't do because he couldn't play goalie or defense. Or I'm not sure who was worse. Or their top <clears throat> slash second life. Woo! All right, that's who they wore the crown for this week. It was a tough one, but it's brought to you as always by Crown Royal. Next time the puck drops, why not live generously and treat your Leafs crew to a Crown Royal old-fashioned? Why not? Exactly. And the Leafs lose big after losing little. Uh, a couple losses in a <laughs> row. Everyone is bad. Everything is bad. But let's be honest here. The one thing that really stood out from last night's game was the press conference where Sheldon Keefe called them immature. Oh. Now, that's 
and I'm not mad, I'm disappointed moment if I've ever heard one. Oh, it's so bad. So but you don't want to be called immature? A goof? You don't want to be... No. No, 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 no. See, Adam, I don't know how much of a class clown you were. <laughs> Nothing compared to you, my friend. Nothing. <laughs> Quit goofing around. Quit horsing around. What are you futzing around for? You got futzing? What? I got f- oh, futzing? I was, I'm very fidgety. Stop fidgeting. The Leafs were not called fidgety. Stop fidgeting. Stop futzing around. Stop goofing around. Stop horsing around. Stop squirreling around. They didn't get any of that. I got that all the time. I would get that all the time. But the words disappointment mm-hmm. to pull a Bill Burr one, unacceptable. Mm. Oof, that's a good word. Immature. That's the Ooh. dagger. Mm. Mm. I've never heard an NHL team called immature before. By their coach. Yeah, never. Or anyone. It's just not a word you use in the NHL very often. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. It was delicious. Oh, it, just beautiful. It hit the nail on the head, did it not? Like, they always seem to make it a good one. Like, they decide, all right, yeah, we're boned here. <laughs> well, and then, see, I have to say, like, and Jesse, you were at the game. You saw this firsthand. Oh, you were? Um, on Thursday. Calgary. Oh. Yeah. Um, that was a great game. That was a great game. Great game. They played and, really well. And you go, they ran to the hottest goalie in the world. Apparently. Well, shit, they lost. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, they played a good, a very, very good team. Oh, yep. yeah. Uh, and, and they, they lost were edged out. And they in a thing. Well. Both yeah. teams. Both teams. Yeah. They lost in a thing that's not hockey. Yeah, and then in, yeah. the overtime was kind of shitty because they did, they got like a second of possession. Yeah, well, they couldn't take the possession. Good on the Flames for knowing what to do. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's You play takeaway with the Leafs in overtime. Yeah. I think that's the move. But like also, it's not like the Leafs have never been scored on in overtime. Like, I know. play but, overtime. Yeah, or maybe if you're the Leafs, why don't you just get the puck back? Well, why not? Just simply, if I were the Leafs, I would simply get the puck back. That's what I would well, do. Well, uh, I'm sorry, but is this not a team full of, like, loaded with superstars, ba- making superstar money? And fast at this, players. At this point, at this point, when I was looking at that, I'm like, okay, now your contracts are ticking me off. Mm-hmm. Go and get the puck. Mm. Go and get it. And if you have a two-on-one because of it, so what? At least you tried. But there was a lot of like, whoa, I hope I'm going to angle him off here. And I'm going to... There wasn't a lot of like on them like Zach Hyman would be, right? He's like a fly on shit. Am it, I wrong at looking at... Like, am I looking at the wrong players? Because in today's video, I hammered Freddie because he was bad. He, he was. was bad. He, he has was. been he bad. He has been bad. Yo, he's yep. been bad. He's been bad. I think it's 10 of his last 12 starts. He's allowed three or more goals. Yeah, you're oh. not going to win a lot of games that way. That's, you can't win. Good God. Um, so there's that. Um, but then I hammered uh, Marinchin and CC2. I think because I'm tired of watching them. Marinchin's not good. No. And I was thinking about it today because I was like, oh, 700 grand. And like they're winning and whatever. He can play for you in a pinch. There are thousands of Martin Marinchins available every single summer. You had to lock this one up in January. What for? Mm-hmm. What? Here's the thing. When he's denying zone entries and, and all that loveliness, uh, I think he can be a useful player. When he's not, when he's bad in his own end, get out, forget the team, forget the ice that night, get out of the league. He was minus four in 11 minutes or something like that. Yeah. He doesn't have a point through 17 games. 
Go away. Cody Cece makes four and a half million dollars. He has seven points this season. He does not have a point since December 12th. And when the Leafs were down three, I'm like, Sheldon, don't let his skates touch the ice. Nothing good will come of it. They need a goal. Why? He's why? not getting you a goal. Why he scored in the second that? game of the season. That was it. Why do coaches insist on that? I've never understood that. Like, well, stop I get it. that Just they're stop. shorthanded right now. And, like, last night was concerning. And if Jake Muzzin's not back the first game after the All-Star break, I'd say maybe make a trade. Because and. when I – dude, when I saw CeCe Barry as a pairing on purpose, I was like, okay, they're in trouble. Yeah, but they don't they're need grasping to do that. At straws. They don't need to do that. That is a coach problem. That was a Babcock problem and is now a Keefe problem, and it's probably a Dubas problem because there's because Kyle Dubas. It's a Dubas problem. Kyle Dubas obviously believes in Cody Cece. He wouldn't have mm. acquired him if he did, and then defended you know? him, and then defended him in and such a public yeah, way. Signed him and all that stuff, dude. It's a joke, yeah. and he had to sign him. I get it, yeah. but at no, this, no, he did, Steve. That's the I'm actual. Give me Ian Tullock about this. Five and a half. No, they they've yeah. written stories on this. Yes, he did. Two hundred G's. They could not have walked away from two hundred G's. He could have. They could have made him a four point three offer. Is Ian's sticking point? Okay, that's a lot of G's whoa, for this team. You get a fourth liner it's a, skate. They it's a lot also of G's. Moved him for nothing. They could have moved him for not having that asset on your roster. They could not have him on this team. Yeah. That was also a thing they could have But done. here's the thing. They don't have to play him. Yeah. Forget what they signed him for. Who cares? No, watching last night, and I don't think it's smart to just throw Sandine and Liljegren to the Wolves, mm-hmm. but watching last night, I'm like, okay, they couldn't possibly do more damage than these guys. You know? Liljegren like, didn't look great, though. No, he didn't. No, but, but like... the team looked shitty. Yeah. That, I felt bad for him. I'm like, this is going to be his first game? Poor yeah. guy. He's, they had 7D, and he barely played in the first, which was the worst... One was he on the ice for any of them? I can't even remember. He was. He get. He had, there was a giveaway in the. Oh uh, yeah, when he was coming out of the offensive zone. Yeah, and oh, took it and and it, then that was the uh, the third goal. I think. It's like so Ka- bad. He sort of so what bad. used to do all the time. And he just went right into a dead zone and turned the puck over. Yeah. Like it was sort of like a. Uh, no, Cabin is better at that now, but yes, all the same. It's it. it I felt bad for because they they just were not going. They were, just were not happening. It, it, he was the. Th- sorry, I was going to say he was the thousandth player to ever play for the Leafs. Lilligren? That's cool. Last night. Oh, that's pretty neat. The thousandth player to ever play for the Leafs. It <laughs> felt like it was the last day before vacation, which it was. Yeah. And that they all took a half day. They're a... And we're like, we're not going to show up because we're going golfing at this week. And, and they this are. Is the last game. And it's, it's unacceptable because they were sitting, they're sitting at home since last Tuesday. You got all these days to prepare for two games on Thursday and Saturday, and then you're done. Just show up for those two games. And that's it. Just collect some points. And they couldn't do that. And they took the night off. And it's and that's a Willie thing. Disappointing that was a Willie thing. Don't give us the quote. Do not give us the quote. Oh yeah, we're going golfing. Mm-hmm. You gave us the quote, Willie. You give us the quote. You better go out there and fuck shit up. He didn't. Hey, he tried. He he, he in particular, I suppose, <laughs> tried. Man, he played the best game out of everybody. I think the rest of the team. But that... Matthews were on for four of those goals. Oh yeah, they were horrendous. Was, they were horrendous. It was They're, disgusting. And it's like, here's the thing. I get I get that you're gonna have some off nights, but if you wanna be the best, mm-hmm. which these guys claim to wanna be, it can't when you're off, you can't be that bad. Your off right. nights have to be better than most guys' best nights. They might as well have been in St. Louis already. Like in at the All-Star like, game. Like, yeah, for the yeah, All-Star game. Off, you can't have off nights when you're just sitting at home relaxing. You have all this time to prepare for a team that's coming on the road. How about you 
you can't have off nights when if you lose, you're two spots out of the playoffs, which they are right, right now. Now you're not in the playoffs. Or you and, can't have off nights when you make combined $23 million a year. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, 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 the Toronto Maple Leafs, I don't care if the entire roster goes out there and has to play in skate guards, should not be behind the Columbus Blue Jackets. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. That team was slaughtered in the offseason. Slaughtered! Mm-hmm. They don't have Bobrovsky. They don't have Duchesne. They don't have Dezingle. They don't have Duclair. They don't have McQuaid, who I know wasn't a key part of that team, du- but I'm saying du- them Panarin. all. They don't have Panarin! <laughs> Who'd they get? Nyquist. Cool. And and the guy who's gotten three shutouts in their last four games is some freaking guy! Yeah. <laughs> Elvis. Named Elvis. <laughs> named Elvis! Elvis is risen. How many Elvises have there ever been in the NHL? And Columbus went... I think this is how Columbus got him. LOL, funny name. And they signed him to a deal. It's. I think he got that contract by shooting a puck in from center ice. Like, through those little slots. And they're like, sure. And they gave him equipment and everything. He didn't have a win until, like, two weeks ago. And now he started ten games in a row. Yeah. And but the not- Leafs can't find a backup. <laughs> but the Leafs have to give up Kasperi Kapanen to get a backup. They're not giving up Kasperi Kapanen. Holy shit. This team is brutal. Why do they do this to us? Why do they... And if we're talking about the immaturity quote and the fact that Matthews and Marner were on for four goals, who's it about? It's not saying Martin Marincin was immature. I think Martin Marincin is immature, but... Oh, yeah? You no, know, but, but you're right. It, it probably wasn't focused. In that... <laughs> you have to take side shots yeah. at Martin Yeah, Martin's. in that he looks like immature forest prey? Like, no. Like, he's just... I what, just you think it was about CC? You think it was... This was all about Martin Marincin. You know? That's, that's right. <laughs> you, think, you think it was about Freddy? It's about those two. It was about those yeah. two. Hey man, over the last ten get don't care. Every night, every night it resets. And why always the Blackhawks? <laughs> That's true. What is it? I think it's eight zero oh, and two in oh. the last ten. Oh, the Chicago versus oh, sh- oh my yeah, god. I'm not sure if it's in Toronto or just overall one of the two. And the last win was the seven six one. So even still. Mm-hmm. Like what has Frederick has Freddie Anderson gotten a win over the Blackhawks as a Leaf? I don't know. He might have one of those two. Well, Sparks has one. There you go. So, <laughs> and they allowed six. What is it? About, what is it about the first period? Show up on time. You know the scouting report. Happened last time. Oh, it's Hutch. Remember? Oh, if only it wasn't Hutch. You stink. And Matthews, he's always on shoots with Patrick Kane, and William Nylander apparently wears 88 because of Patrick Kane. Call him your dad. It's not Michael anymore, it's Patty. That's your dad's name. If you're gonna... No, I don't give a shit! If you're gonna be like, yeah, I wear this guy's number because... And then you're gonna let him kick your ass? He's your dad! He's your dad! Don't tell. That's the immature thing about this team, I think, is that they don't get embarrassed. I have a problem with you telling William Nylander to call Patrick Kane his daddy. Doesn't have to. Stepfather, then. You hate me, but you will respect that sort of thing. (laughs) What would she she call him? Peer? You're not there. You're not in that league. They make more money than What's in your trophy case? Jack shit. Win something. 
I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And again, we're gonna. What's everyone gonna do in April? Let's go golfing at fucking Augusta. How about that? <laughs> they can. Let's go. I gotta say that. Let's go. We're not gonna be doing anything else. If you're, if you're, oh no, a playoff this, preview you're about all these other teams. <laughs> Maybe the Blackhawks. Who knows? If, if I don't know. Are you upset? I can't tell. <laughs> yes! Because I'm tired of it! Yeah. I'm tired of okay, it. Okay, okay, hold on for a second. If you are listening to this and you're like, whoa, guys, they've only lost a couple games in a row, what's the big deal? It's like five of six! Remember, though, I want you to remember something. Because if you're not if you're not from Toronto and you're not watching all Toronto games, then it's hard, hard probably for you to absorb this. It is not about that they lost. Yeah. It is how the way they, they lose. When they lose, it's like, it's not even, like, except for Calgary. Did I Thursday, act like this after that? After no. the Calgary loss? No, you were fine. No, no. I was like, that's an honest loss. The important thing Good you said game. was you got to show up. It resets every night. Yeah, you're going to you lose know. like 30, 40 games a season. And you, you hit on something important there. It resets every night. Yeah. The problem is that the Leafs seem to reset every night. When you watch a team like Pittsburgh. You never like, know Pitt- what to expect. Pittsburgh fan, Exactly. Never. Pittsburgh fans are giving it to me good, and I deserve it. Um, but the, the, the thing about Pittsburgh is their two guys show up every fucking game. Every fucking game. There is not, you can't, every shift at him. You can't escape Sidney Crosby. How many times are you like, oh man, he was really asleep on that shift? No, no one has ever said that. Oh about man, Sidney he got Crosby. the pants deked off him. And, no. Oh no, he might have, listen, he might have been made to look foolish, but it's not for lack of trying. Right. No, you the, can never, you will never accuse Sidney Crosby of being lazy. Ever. No, no one. the only knock on Sidney Crosby over his career was that he was too hot headed. And he allowed people to get under his skin. That's gone. Mm-hmm. Malkin, mm-hmm. it's still very much there, except the difference is he's huge and will turn around and beat the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah. So they're perfect. They're fighter. both perfect. Yeah. They are. Sidney Crosby has played 964 NHL games. I'm pretty sure he showed up for 964 of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every one yeah. of them. And was he maybe a bit of a baby when he was a rookie? Yeah, he liked to whine a lot. Oh, sure. <laughs> There's you, video evidence of that. Man, you know what? I got down a YouTube rabbit hole the other day because we were talking about, um, what was it? Oh, it was the anniversary. I think it was the, no, it wasn't the 10-year. It was the anniversary of that Ovechkin uh, hook goal when he was a rookie. Yeah. You know, the NHL, like what I was tweeting about is the NHL, like I criticize them for their inability to make anything interesting or adapt or anything in any way. The 0506 season, like for how different it was from before the lockout. Huge. That was a fantastic season. And Crosby and Ovechkin were a godsend and all that. So I saw that Ovechkin goal, watched a few more goals of his, and then I went back and looked at Crosby's first game against the Flyers. They beat the shit out of that young man. They they fucked up his mouth forever, irreparably. He's got no teeth. Like, uh, Darian Hatcher just cross-checking this 18-year-old in the face. And so he did a little bit of whining as a result. And then the freaking guy buries the game winner. Buries the game winner in overtime on a breakaway. Like, it was, ah, it was a great season except for the fact that the Leafs missed the playoffs. But. By a point. By a point. We're not upset. By a shingle nope. point. Not upset so at all. good. So good. Um, the point is, these kids ain't them. Ain't them. It's it's not about, don't show me the cumulative, here's what it says at the end of the season, here's what they got in the month. The numbers are wonderful, and they paint a very large, vivid picture. 
But they keep, it's the cake analogy I made a couple videos ago. They keep making this beautiful immaculate cake that Jamie Oliver and Gordon Ramsay would all be like, that's a fucking brilliant cake. And they dig deep into their nose. They get one, two knuckles deep and they pull it out and they shove a booger right in the middle of the cake. And you're asking me to ignore the booger. It was great before the booger. There's a booger in it. Look. <laughs> Why? I've never There's heard... There's a booger in the cake, That's and a... people are acting like there isn't. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It's no, a I, great I, analogy! I, I don't hate the analogy. I, I, I just never in my entire life would, if I had gone and never done this episode with you, would I have ever thought of the booger cake an no. analogy. It just never would have come to my mind. There it is! There it is! Do you want this... Immaculate, like, it's it's like this giant wedding cake. There's four tiers, and it's got like hockey player on the top of it. And then there's Jonathan Taves, and like it's a little bit more like raggedy than that cake. And it was never as flashy, and it was never as put together. You know what? In perfect, pristine condition, I'll take the really tall wedding cake. There's a booger in it. I'll take the one that's a little. It looks like. The icing was done at friggin' Metro! I'll take that cake over this top quality, amazing, potentially 60 goal scoring one that has a booger in it. So, what do you want to see here? What Literally, want? what do you want? Effort every night. We don't get that. You think they're gonna win in the playoffs? The way that they play now. I'm not Night convinced. in, night out. I'm not convinced. No, no, no. No, I'm definitely not. I'm not. No. Not right. You now, watched no. game one against the Bruins last year. I, I'm sure I, along with many of you, convinced myself that the Leafs were about to win the fucking cup. Because I was like, Jesus, they took care of the puck. They were getting they were getting in alone. They were drawing calls. LOL, playoffs, night one, cutie. Um, and they were they were they were doing everything right. They were hitting. And game, even game game five, you thought the same. It's like, wow, game one more game like game five, and they will close this out. Tight, so t that game kept Babcock as the Leafs coach for six more months. Mm -hmm. That true. game, very true, saved his job. And, and, the and, th and the then what? Game up. six was shit! Yeah, they were up 2-1, then they're up 3-2, and both times they lay an egg and they don't show up. Forget how bad game seven was! Game six was shit! Yeah. They don't bring it every night. They don't. And whatever, Sorry, I feel like you guys were in the mood for jokes and you're like, shit, whatever this Pat is real. Whatever Patrick Marla was brought in to do, he didn't do it. No. Right. Like, whatever that killer instinct was supposed to be, which... I mean, Jeremy Roenick did accuse him of not having killer instinct, but Jeremy Roenick says crazy shit. With all, the all time. due respect to the man's illustrious career, that's who you brought in for killer instinct. Justin Williams has a killer instinct, <laughs> and you had a chance to get him and for less. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah. Not this year. Yeah, before. Before sixteen or seventeen, I think yeah. seventeen in the summer. Oops, oops. So, There's a million of those, though. Yeah. Of the, hey, you uh, sign the guy. I mean, yeah. Okay, I'll take... That That cancels out they wanted to keep Boland. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sure, fine. Oh, that doesn't make me feel any friggin' better. But I'm just... I don't know. Part of me is like, just miss them. Just miss the playoffs. Because you're not going to do shit once you get there. They're not going to do a damn thing. You're losing to Columbus? You're losing to Columbus? You should turn down the trip to St. Louis. You're behind the Blue Jackets. Holy shit, does that comeback win against Carolina look important? They're the, they're the non-playoff team that's ahead of you. Fucking shameful. This team sucks. 
on a night in and night out basis. You don't. Oh, Steve, you what don't did you, know what's showing up? Yeah, you what did you miss during that whole? Sh- you don't know what's showing up, and you should know at this point. They're old. You enough. should know at this point now. Dog days of the season, whatever, whatever. Bye week, all star, blah blah blah. From the first game after the all star break until the end of June, you need to be the same team every night. Every night. After the All-Star game, there's no excuses. I got no sympathy if you miss the playoffs. I don't give a shit who's hurt. I don't give a shit what call didn't go your way. I, I don't give a shit how bad the ice was in the arena that you played in. Win or don't. Those are the options in front of you. You've played enough playoff hockey to know that life's not fair. Quit whining. Go out there and win games. If you don't, I have no sympathy. I don't care. What do you think of Matthews' post-game comments where he said that they weren't going to dwell on it and that they were going to just take their rest and come back and reset? I don't know. Right I think it's just a nothing, it's yeah. just a nothing comment. Yeah, comment. I don't expect him to, you know, wallow and beat his chest as, as he's friggin'... Castigating uh, you know, himself in front of everybody. Yeah, and openly weep as he's walking the streets <laughs> of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I, I don't expect that, but, like, I, I would, like... I would like some inkling, uh, like when Marner, I can't remember which game it was, when he was like visibly upset, part of me like felt better. I'm like, okay, at least you share the anger and like they should be better than us. Mm-hmm. But like when you, when you just seem aloof, when but, you, when you seem in your post game comments as you seemed during the game, right. it's not a good sign. Open emotion doesn't seem to be something that they uh, display a lot, you know? No, like Matthews, I'm not... It would it would be headlines if he was like, God damn it! Right? Like, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, but now I kind of want to see what it would look like. Okay, and you, and you see he when he just sunned Connor Murphy, like just threw him to the ground. I'm like, every shift, uh-huh. every shift. And I just I want them. I want them. I don't know how they're gonna win the cup if they keep. Like, let's say they do make the playoffs, all right? I'm not saying they're not going to make it, right? But they keep losing in the first round. You're never going to truly experience greatness. You know what I mean? You're not going to understand. Like, the war, like, think of how sore and beaten you all are. After the first round, seven games against the Bruins. How how are you going to know what it's like six more weeks of that. Yeah. How are you going to know if you keep losing in the first round? How are you ever going to look greatness in the face as your equal? I'm just I'm just so sick of cheering for this mediocre team. I'm so sick of cheering for this team that I said the Oilers were. You know what I mean? Show me. Show me every single night. And they a, don't. I got a DM last night after the game. Was it a dick pic? It was. <laughs> And I have to say, it was small. <laughs> wow! It was very small. <laughs> and it turned out it was mine. So, anyway, wow. sorry. No, uh, no. Uh, what, it, what, it, what happened was... That's somebody, why I'm not on Snapchat. Too many dicks. Did you get a lot of dicks? On, I can't believe you got a lot of <laughs> yeah, dicks on Snapchat. I never got a penis on Snapchat. Also, no one's on Snapchat. This guy sent... He sent me... Parents, three, two, one. Okay, now the story starts. Uh, he basically sent me the shaft... Like that was it. 
And so I just messaged back, coward. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You send the whole thing or nothing at all. Preferably nothing. Yes, Adam? I want to see it in all its veiny glory. Uh, (laughs) How's that for descriptive? Podcast is taking a dark turn. Sorry. Anyway, um, beyond the dick pics, it was... uh, Adam, get to the meat of your story. No. Oh, sorry, not to hog all the earth. Let I... me drop drop the hammer on there. Oh, you see, because uh, dick jokes. I want dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We've had surprisingly small amounts of dick jokes ever on this show. So I think you know it's we true. might have been due after seven years. But um, I I have to say the 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 one comment that gives me a little bit of pause, and I want to run it by you guys, and I know you're going to disagree, but I'm going to say it anyway. Well, now I'm going to agree. Oh, that's how I get Jesse to agree with me. Um, oh, remind me about that after. Okay, so this person wrote me. Let me see if I can look up your name because you deserve this. Ron McLean. It was Ron okay, McLean. I can't find it. Anyway, he said, listen, mm-hmm. I know this sort of sucks, but am I the only one who doesn't hate the idea of the Leafs fighting for their playoff lives rather than being an autopilot? I love it. Because uh, they yeah. clearly were an autopilot. After that little streak years. ended. No, after after their little streak ended. Oh, yeah. No, I was talking about the last couple of years. Last I mean, couple of years, I mean, yes. This hockey in January has at least been far more exciting, even if it's been a little bit more losing than it was the last two Januaries, where the, the playoff spot was locked in, and they just said, okay, we're going to be boring and shitty now, and this sucks. It's not, it's not, it's not boring. It sort of sucks, but it hasn't been boring. Uh, there was no reason for you to rant at all. Like I remember there were shows that we did where I was like, there is literally nothing to talk about yeah. with mm-hmm. this team. Because mm-hmm. they're in autopilot, they're doing all the same boring-ass shit that is not helpful for their team. For the team but who should forward. be on the fourth line? Right, exactly. Right. Is Matt Martin still a guy that should play here? Who you know, should like, the seventh defenseman be? Right? So this is the thing. If, if they are tested right up until... You look at what Columbus did last year to Tampa. Colorado. Colorado. You are tested right up until the playoffs start. And I mean, the Leafs went went up against a very strong Washington team a couple years ago and stole a couple games that they never should have. Listen, they have not lost to a bad team in the playoffs yet. No. But. They got to win. That's how it works. That's what they're about. Is there a way to find some sort of satisfaction in that, like, they had to fight for it. They had to earn it. Is could that be good for them? Do we trust that they're gonna come? It's gonna come down the wire, and they're gonna sneak in. I if do. They're fighting for their playoff lives. They still have to make that. They have to win that fight. I think they're going to. Okay. I think they'll make it, but they gotta be a different team. They've got to be a different team. It's there. It's there for the take. Whoa. Okay. Is Merzlikens gonna get? Three shutouts in four games for the rest of the season? Probably not. And that's what it's taken for Columbus to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. What's Carolina's deal now that Dougie Hamilton's broken his leg and is mm-hmm. out for God knows how long? Yeah, or it's a bone in his leg, right? Uh, he didn't, he didn't, it wasn't like a femur or whatever. It wasn't like the fucking... Yeah, no, femur's like eight months. Yeah, but um, he, he's gone probably till close to the playoffs. He's Yeah, it's bad news. Yeah. It ain't good. I think they'll make it, but they gotta come back a different team. They've gotta come back. Man, look at Tampa. You think adversity hurt them? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, you, you look at the difference between uh, it, it struggling and actually bad. 
The yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning were struggling. The yeah. Sharks <clears throat> are actually bad. Right? So are the Leafs struggling? At the moment, for sure. Are they actually bad? At the moment, for sure. Wow. In their own end? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. They suck. They stink. And when they do put forth a full defensive effort, it's clear that they can't score the same. All right? So. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe I'm basing that on Dave Riddick, you know, standing on his brain. <laughs> uh, Adam Brooks and Timothy Logren were sent to the AHL today, loaned to the AHL today, just to, so they can keep their reps up over the break. So they are not going to get a bye week. No. Um, Adam Brooks, who did not look the best. No, but, like, the, the game shouldn't live and die on his stick. I think Adam Brooks is the most wait. important player. Yeah, wait a second. What if Adam Brooks doesn't come through for the Leafs? What? He's immature. Also, could they not send down Sandine as well? I just think they gave him a break. Oh, they interesting. Him a, I think he's an NHLer now. I think that he's done with the Marlies now. Very interesting. And you know what? They see him in the playoffs. I don't. Lilligren has not earned a spot. Or Lilligren. As people are, I'm just calling him Lilligren until Lily, further notice. Lilypad. Um, got to earn that nickname. He hasn't. He hasn't. Last night was he was in. He wasn't great last night, and and nobody was great last night. But um, um, Sandine's a an NHL player, and there's no point in sending him to the Marlies anymore. Fair enough. Little they, they want him rested. Has got to prove himself. Yeah, and he and played I, all those games of the World Juniors too. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm. I'm sincerely hoping that when they get back. Lilligren gets a chance, and I'm talking about at the expense of Cody Cece. Now, Jake Muzzin We're back. done. We're done. Put, yeah. We're done here. Uh, for, I would for, rather have Marincin playing five minutes a night in that sixth role uh, and having Lilligren get some reps. So dude, at least, here's I, the other thing. I said have, I said last video, or la, last podcast um, about Cece, it's, it looks terrible politically. Fuck it. Yeah, well, who cares now? He's not good. Who cares? Doesn't it, worse, doesn't it look worse politically to the players? If you're playing a guy who doesn't deserve to play? Yes. Yes. Like, if there's a guy who actively is not good enough to make your roster. That's weird to me. And I'm not sure what Kyle Dubas's fascination with Cody CC is. I don't understand what he sees that somehow everybody else, not even... He can't trade it's, him. It's, 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 it's crazy. He Cody can't C trade him. He doesn't have to play him, though. That's true. And that's the point I, I'd have to ask them is, is what are you seeing? Are your advanced stats internally so good mm -hmm. that we are that all of us are missing something? Well, that every every writer, every fan, it, eye test, stats test, advanced stats test, everything. So who's everything the answer? Everything is bad. Can who's I the give answer, you guys though? the bad news? Sure. He's gonna keep playing as long as he's on this roster. Oh yeah. But so the Leafs gotta always have a Polak. That's just how it is. I don't, I don't know why. And like you said, who's what's the answer? But the answer is probably anybody. Don't else. dress him. You can you can have CC at four point five, or you can have Hainsey at three point five. Take Hainsey every single time, all day, mm -hmm. every single time. It's so it's oh my god. Now their defensive depth is not their offensive depth. No, they just don't have the guys to call up. Uh, Kiwi Halmi is magic beans, so we don't we don't know what they have there. But behind him, who on the right side and behind behind Lilligren, who when Dermot's on your top pairing, I think that's a problem. He's not good enough. Yeah, he's not ready. No, Dermot, Hall no. is good enough when Muzzin's the partner. Sure, yeah. I think that makes the team. Muzzin makes the team look so much different. Yeah, he does, and he pushes the right guys down. You know, you, now all of a sudden you, you're still missing Riley, but you got Muzzin Hall, 
Dermot Barry probably, and then uh, likely Sandine Cece. But when you're it's not running, ideal, but it's better. When you're running healthy and it's Riley, Muzzin, Barry, and any combination of the guys on the other side, it's that's that's good. That's pretty like good. You can you that's can a win great a, top you three. can win a couple playoff rounds with that. Yes. But then when it's this, it's uh, you know it's so bad. Everybody's just gonna skate around you, and that's what happened with the Blackhawks. Maybe it's like I don't know Tampa last year, like they you lose Hedman, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the the. You got this really tall Jenga tower, but you're taken from the bottom. Like, Hedman's that important of a piece for that team. Maybe that's Riley. Maybe everyone should have shut up. Riley, bad, is still two or three times as good as anyone else. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait for him to be reevaluated in now. Seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it seven? He's go- no. He'll be out. He'll be reevaluated in eight weeks. Oh right. No, no, no. Because they. Um, sorry. Today in the video I said six, but that's because I'm factoring in the bye week. So you're, they're still gonna have to play without him for six weeks. Riley. They're not going to have Morgan Riley back by the trade deadline. No, March is when they get him back. So he'll be back for the playoffs. Yeah, we're pretty well, confident of that. No, they'll they'll re, they'll check him in eight weeks. Yeah, so re-evaluated. or it was yeah reevaluated <laughs> was the word. So he might be back mid March. Right, but the next checkup is in eight weeks or seven weeks now. Another here's here's little breadcrumbs there. Immature thing about the team. Who do we keep saying could have easily been the captain of the Leafs, and is probably the captain of the young guys? Matthews? Morgan Riley. Oh, Morgan Riley. Yeah. Well, it was Morgan Riley or Austin Matthews. One of them's gone. They look vulnerable. They look young, weak, and vulnerable. Is Cody Cece on this team next year? No. Jesse? At like 700 grand. No. <laughs> he could be. Hear me right now. <laughs> Hear me right Let's now. Let's resign him. Let's I'm resign him now. You. What if somebody gets him? Hear me right now. now like I will not go to a Leaf game. If Cody CC is I no, will not. I will boycott the team. Now that is a load of patootie, yeah, that's, that's and you know that. I'm not going. Jesse okay, I'm literally go going. I will go to. Le- I I will only go to leave games. I am paid to go to. That's fair. If I'm paid you to go for work, <laughs> fuck that. Don't put bad players on the team I cheer for. All right. I will go if I am paid to for work. That's fair. If you load it up with that. Uh, You saw it for a year and wanted more? (laughs) Damn right I'm not going. But I still got bills, goddammit. Okay, fair enough. But after... If I'm not getting paid, luxury time, leisure time, whatever. mm Mm-mm. What if no, you're not what if Metrolinks your... calls you and says, "Hey, Steve. Steve, do you want to take this line that's not built yet? Can, can you please promote this <laughs> this this line of Metrolinks that doesn't exist until 2040? So we're and gonna build. P.S. Fuck you. Pay for parking. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. Oh uh, uh, man. So I... Cody CC might be on this team next year. No, they, no, he won't they be. appear to be big fans of him. They keep playing him. Cody CC could. Actively lose him, Dubas is job. To... <laughs> like he's so bad. Like it could be like, if if like... you'll have to wheel me through that door like Hannibal Lecter <laughs> in a straitjacket to get me to talk about this team. If Cody CC is on the Leafs next year, why not? You'll uh, Jesse for seven hundred grand, seven fifty, maybe eight hundred. I would just say, just don't. Why not? I also think, I, does he not seem miserable to you here? 
What is he Yeah, mean? he's not stupid. He's not Every day you wake up, people are asking why you're doing your job. Yeah, he needs to. He <laughs> needs to not be in Toronto. Too. He. I think. I don't think he. I'll be honest with you. I highly doubt that Cody CC would want to play here. Oh yeah. Not that he has no. much of a choice. Someone else will offer him something. Yeah. Um, I don't think Cody CC wants to stay. I don't think he was happy about being traded from Ottawa. I don't think he's happy about being here, to be honest. And it hasn't gone well. So he probably wants to move on. Players know who they're traded for. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he... W- Wait, why? What? Oh. because oh, I'm bad. Oh, oh, but, but they also got... And I didn't know I was that bad. Any scores in the second game of the season? See, I'm not that bad. Yeah. You are. I'm not trying to be a dick. I don't know. It's it's not it's not his fault. He can do what he can do. What are you doing to this poor guy? Yeah, that's the thing. None of what this is this team doing is to him? CC's fault. It's, no, we're leave we're him alone. At the people who are putting him in the positions that he's been you're playing. asking a fish to climb a tree. Do him the kindness <laughs> right. of scratching him. Anyways, I'm. Oh, sorry. I looked up the wrong guy. I wanted to look up Nikita Zaitsev and how his season is going because that was a that was something that both fan bases just mutually lost interest in. Or lost interest in. It sends fans, oh, look at this thing Zaitsev did. Look at that. Th-. And it's gone so bad for both Don't worry, of them. Co- Nikita Zaitsev has. Are you ready for this? Do you have it? Oh, I have it. He is smoking. <laughs> just smoking Man, Jesse, Cody Cece in the scoring race. He is so good. He is. How many points up on Cody Cece? One. Really? <laughs> Cody Cece's got to beat in the goal race, though, because Cody Cece has one, and Nikita Zaitsev has... Here we go! Yeah, and Zaitsev's missed a bunch of times for extremely bad personal reasons. Man, he's 28! And he's still... Why did they sign him to a deal like he's 21? He's got a lot of years left on that deal, too. People tweeting me stuff like, oh, is it time for them to be reined in like Lou would have done? What, reined in... Like, given a lifetime contract if he could have? His fingerprints are all over the CBA. Half of the rules are in there. Because he broke them! Fuck! I just want to win a cup. I just want my team to win a cup. Hey, speaking of winning the cup. Mm. Most iconic game of the 2010s, producer Jesse. Do you know this story? I'm excited for this. No, you teased it to... Start the show. And I'm sorry and I can call you producer Jesse. That is not what your name is oh, here. That's what? I'm sorry. Because he's producer Jesse at Virgin, and I, you know, anyway. You don't have to. Jesse. Yes. Jesse what Blake. Was your Jesse Blake. Mr. Jesse Blake. <laughs> Esquire. Captain. Captain? Jesse Montgomery Blake. Montgomery Washington Lincoln Blake. Adam, say the goddamn. What was? What do you think? <laughs> That's why he has an OtterBox case. OtterBox, you can do stupid shit to your phone. Jesse, what was your? Thanks favorite for the game? pop socket, Connor. What Sorry, was what? the best game of the decade? That's, I'm asking you. That's a very good question. Is it? It would have to be a playoff game. Okay. I would think. Um, the best hockey game of the decade is the 20, 20, 2010 Olympic game where Sidney Crosby scores the golden goal. That's I, I think, agree. I think the best hockey game. I agree the, of the yeah because the Parise tying it up last minute like it was great. It was Unbelievable. Great. I'm talking about the best NHL game. NHL game. Oof. I gotta think it's maybe a an overtime playoff game. In recent memory, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, Name I don't an overtime th- playoff game. Just take pick something. The Washington Columbus oh, overtime. Good pick. Good pick. Is yeah, that yeah. that was like that, a major that changed the course of the NHL history. Yes, because they go on to win the cup after that. The NHL has named Game 7 of the Eastern Conference first round final between the Bruins and the Maple Leafs on May 13th, 2013 <laughs> no! as the game of the decade, the 4-1 game. Come on. It was 4-1. That is the game of the decade. Why? And the first the comment reason? at NHL.com on Twitter is, go to hell. <laughs> Clearly from a Leaf fan. <laughs> what's, the, what's the reasoning? Fuck you. That's the reason. Just endless pain. Endless. The Leafs haven't had dry hair for decades. Just always getting dunked right in the toilet. Flush. And then they light you up for air because it's not fun if you're dead. Flush. And they just keep doing it. Brad Marchand. Why do I... I can't believe I hitched my wagon to this team. Brad Marchand called it by far the most fun hockey he's ever played. Fuck you! (laughs) Ah! Now, I'm going to tell you something, and this you is not, won a cup. It's I not going to be a popular. They take. won a no, cup. Marshan enjoyed that more. That's what he said. It's by far the most fun he's ever had. Speed the league MVP for seven games, <laughs> and you got to play against the Leafs, who had two hot scores, James Reimer, and a bunch of kids yeah. stacked onto each other's shoulders, wearing a Leaf uniform, so that they look like one real adult. That was the most fun you ever had! <laughs> the Bruins should have won in three! Yeah. I'm, they shouldn't have, the Leafs shouldn't even been in this series. No, they, they shouldn't have made the playoffs! Uh, right. They were not going to make the playoffs. They were a horrible team! Were, how does this make for a the best because game? They needed the a defensive upgrade and they got Ryan O'Byrne! Screw <laughs> that. So they're calling it. So, and I'll tell you what, I know why this is game of the decade, guys. Because it's Toronto. Exactly. This is it's it's literally a social strategy in American sports to fuck with Canadian fan bases. Well, it literally is because we take the bait every time. We they use it on the Blue Jays, they use it on the Raptors. Are you serious? No one's picked up on this trend. Well, no one's also, picked up on this. Also easy We're the for, easiest marks out there. Right, because it's also easy because there's no they can't lose in America if they attack a Canadian team. Right, and that's what matters. But. Beyond that, the reason that this is absolutely... Listen, you know what? I agree with them. It is the most iconic game of the decade. And I'll tell you this. That would not be an iconic game if it happened in Columbus, Philadelphia, New York, Tampa Bay, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, any of the California teams and any other teams that I have not mentioned. Boston's haunted. The the reason why that is the most (laughs) iconic game is that that game encapsulates everything it was to be a Toronto Maple Leafs fan and everything it has been since 1968. That game, that period, that overtime, is everything it has ever been to be a Toronto Maple Leafs fan in my lifetime. And I'm talking about the buildup, the hope, we shouldn't even be here, oh my God, this might happen, and then it's taken away. If you look at 1993, that's another series that everybody talks about, LA. We threw a parade. The the Carrie Frazier... Um, uh, missed Gretzky call where he high-stick Gilmore and that famous picture of Doug Gilmore standing there with blood on his jersey and the assistant captain covered in dark red spots. And that was another one. We shouldn't be here. 
we we locked into this. Oh my God, they might actually do it. No, Wayne Gretzky. And no one left on the roster beat the Islanders. No one left on the roster beat the Sens. Oh my God, it's the Hurricanes in the conference final. We got... And the Toronto Maple Leafs, as they always do, they build you up, they get you excited, and then they crush your dreams. 2013. Do do we trash the joint? Huh? Do we trash the joint? Do we break windows where there are mass arrests? No. No, because it's what we expected. Toronto, in one game, got what it was to be, until the Raptors won, a Toronto sports fan, and specifically a Leafs fan what it was to be a Leafs fan, and what it has been for 54 years. And we always joke about, oh, here's Connor McDavid as a kid with his mm-hmm. Leafs jersey. Yeah. You know he burned it that night, right? <laughs> Did he? I assume so. No, he he should have. No, Him and, and Dylan Strom. Listen. Anyone who grew up a Leaf fan that didn't quite get it yet got it that night. The Leafs are an iconic franchise for some of the wrong reasons. A lot of the wrong reasons. This is literally the only team to ever do that! Yeah, there's no right reason. They are iconically disappointing. Right. (laughs) And that game encapsulated it all. That is the Cool, better make my whole life about them. It's the best game of the decade. The the Bruins didn't even go on to win the Cup already. No, they lost. They They lost lost to the Blackhawks. No, but that game... That game wasn't about the Bruins. Yeah, that game is about the Leafs. That game is about Toronto. And it's everybody so, else in every other market knows about it's it. ridiculous. Because that's what we are. Or that's what we've been. And I don't want to be that. I, I don't like that. But w- only in Toronto could that happen. Because it is so popular here and we are so right. crushed every fucking it's time. Other, it's not, it's, they shouldn't label it the game of the decade then. It's, hey, this is the most tragic thing to happen to the most tragic team in the last 10 years. <laughs> that's, what yes. that's what that award yeah. is. I mean, Dude, Crosby and Ovechkin dueled hat-tricks in a game, in, right. in, a, in a playoff game. The, everything about that Kings-Blackhawks series a few years ago. The every Carolina, single thing about it. The Carolina-Toronto next-gen game is better than this game. That was, there As was, a game? There was three, three times, or two times, they scored three goals in a minute. Both teams back to back. That's it's That's not crazier even crazier than a, a one three goal comeback. Boston won two better game sevens two years before that. Like the whole, you could have picked any moment if even if you wanted to stick to Bruins, right. you could have picked any moment from the 2011 run. That was magical. They beat the Habs in Game Seven in the first round. Magical. The next uh, series, you play the Flyers in Round Two. The Flyers, who you were up three games to none on the year before, and then you were up three nothing on in Game Seven, and they came back. Not only won Game Seven, but they did it by overcoming the three nothing lead. The following year you play them in round two you sweep them you leave no doubt the third round tampa again game seven i can't remember if it was overtime Uh i think nathan horton had the game winner you win that and then the canucks the president's trophy winning friggin team you're down two nothing on them think of all the drama involved and the pump your tires comments and nathan horton aaron rome and and that that was the stanley cup final Thank you. They won it on the road. Thank they you. caused a riot. Thank you. Do you understand that that win was on CNN? They friggin' burned they the city down. News. They made international news. 
national news because of a hockey game. But I guess and yet, no, no, Steve, no. The Leafs blowing a lead was more. It was the best. The hands down worst team to make the playoffs. The title is did game hands down decade. worst team to make the playoffs. Things. God damn it. Guys, that's that's the best. You named Martin St. Louis with the Rangers. You just none of that. You just you could have picked the Rangers. What? You just named a bunch what? of teams that aren't the Leafs. It can't be if it's not the Leafs. <sighs> it can't be if it's not it's the Leafs. So dumb. The Leafs are that big. They're that iconic. They mean that much. And anybody who tells me otherwise, I'll just point you to that game. Okay, so why? I'll just point you to that article. So and just tell tell me that any other team blowing a lead in the seventh game in a first round series <laughs> when they could, shouldn't have could been make, in the series could even be in contention for this. Sorry, Kane winning the Toronto, cup in overtime. Oh wait, no one knew he fucking scored. <laughs> Alec Martinez scoring in overtime. Yeah, there's been OT winning cup games in yeah. this decade. Oh. Ah! <laughs> Cannot. Cannot beat that. And Why that's from the NHL's official website as voted on by their staff. I'm looking at Game the... 7 Pittsburgh-Ottawa. Nope. Because no one cares, guys. I'm looking at the who list cares? of the all-decade Small market, stats. small market, who cares? I'm looking at the list of the all-decade stats, and why aren't they all the Leafs? There's well, because the, the Leafs decade, sucked. There's coach <laughs> of the decade, there's franchise's decade. Why mm-hmm. aren't they just all the Leafs? They should be. They should be. Mm-hmm. Money made for the NHL, Leafs number one. Save the decade, flurry on Patan. <laughs> just <laughs> fuck it. The just who cares? Going wide anyway. <laughs> Although I have to say, that was pretty good, even if it was going wide. Shout out Marc Andre Flurry. Thank you. <laughs> I was cheering for you both times you made that save on Babcock. The Patan one. And who wasn't cheering for the Penguins to beat the Red Wings? Beside Red Wings fans, I'm sorry. You won the year before. <sighs> anyway. It only it only happens because it's so Toronto. Stupid. Sorry, it only happens because it's Toronto, though. You know that. You coffee's know that. good today. Is the coffee good? Can you tell? I can't. Couldn't tell at all. Uh, meanwhile, after being unbeatable in Toronto, David Riddich lit up against the shitty Senators. God <laughs> damn. Now, the one thing that we do want to talk about with this game is has Wes McCauley redeemed himself in Steve's eyes? Because at the start of the game, uh, you all make me sick. The Kachucks. You all make me noted really wingers, sick. the Kachucks, were waved out of the face-off circle, and Wes McCauley, it turned out, told them he was going to do this after. Um, waved them out so that the Kachucks, in front of 30 Kachucks, there Which were 30, cool. 30 Kachucks in the stand. Yeah. That's a lot of Kachucks. And they were all there, and they were all watching, and they got to take the face-off in an NHL game. How cool is that? Steve, Wes McCauley, <laughs> is he redeemed? <laughs> Why don't you like Wes McCauley now? I Listen, <clears throat> that was fine. And you know what? If he did it a little bit differently, it would have been really, really good. Okay, what could he do? If he goes up to the guy... No, no, no. I'm, you will... This is correct. Jesse, you have two options to agree with what I'm about to say and be wrong. All right? You go up to them beforehand and you let it build. You let the building... Feel, see, experience what is going on. It was literally just the two centers, A, get out, the Kachucks come, and then they take the face off and one of them wins, and it's not that good because neither of them are freaking centers. That was it. You let it build. You let the whole building go nuts. None of that. We're not even talking about the Kachucks. Maybe. We're not talking about Matthew Kachuk, and we're not talking about Brady Kachuk. We're talking about a ref. 
We're talking about a ref because you don't like this ref. <laughs> we're not talking no, about oh, it. Like, oh, oh, it's just me. I, okay, here, I let me. Let me that's why we're talking no, about No, no, no. Let me just make sure it's just me. <laughs> he shouldn't have made a bigger deal out of the face-off. It was a simple little yeah, thing. Yeah, he's got to take these guys. There's a game to play. It's not that important. The Hockey Night in Canada official Twitter account. Okay. Oh, he's making him take the opening face-off. Clap emoji. Spitting chicklets. Wes McCauley, all-time. Corey Hirsch. Wes McCauley is the best. Love it. Bar South and Selly. Wes McCauley mic'd up as one of a kind. Mind. Uh, Sportsnet's freaking Twitter account. What's Macaulay's a legend for this? Crying laughing emoji. Were you crying laughing, everybody? Another reason Wes Macaulay is my favorite ref. Wes Macaulay is the GOAT. Wes Macaulay is the best ref of this generation. No wonder that building was so empty. No wonder we have such a problem with the. Dude, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Five minutes for fighting! <laughs> Quirky, I like it. Made the two brothers have a face-off against each other huh. quickly and sloppily. Fine! <laughs> fine! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ! What's <laughs> Sign your underwear, bring him to the game, and throw him at him. What? No, because he's this guy's a goddamn icon, Jesse. <laughs> he's Johnny Cash when he started. That's what Walk Hard was a parody about his life. I don't know why you have such a problem with somebody doing something fun. Because it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. For someone who asks for more fun stuff with hockey, you shouldn't take a negative stance on a guy who's trying to inject some fun into hockey. Adam? What did you do when you got me at the door there today? I threw a bag of two-bite brownies at you. You threw a bag of two-bite brownies at me. Now, what if... No, 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 and how did I react? You said, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Positively. Yeah. Minor positive surprise. Minor positive surprise. Now, what then... If I tore off all my clothes, dropped to my knees in tears, and laid there for an hour and a half. That's the equivalent of everyone's love for Wes Macaulay. It is minorly interesting at the top. At the tippy top of it. And this guy, like, might as well be the MC. For like the correspondence dinner at the White House, when it comes to NHL terms, ah! this is the top one of the top personalities in the sport to some people. This guy is the reason some people. Oh, Wes McCauley's reference tonight. Holy shit, honey, hold my calls. This is fucking amazing. It's a ref who is just not outwardly a dick and incompetent. Occasionally making funnies once every three months. He is the most overrated personality in the sport. It's shocking, and I feel like I'm the only person who gets it. No, I, there, are some, there are a lot of people on your side. I don't... He's <laughs> I fine. He's fine. Yeah. If you were to ask me my opinion about Wes McCauley, I'd be like, great. Good for the... I would say good for the sport. Mm -hmm. Hit the five minutes for fighting. Why doesn't everyone do that? You're not a... That's great. You don't hate Wes McCauley. You just hate the reaction, the reaction to Wes McCauley. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so stop directing your anger at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. Stop hating him. Adam, <laughs> oh, sorry, Pierre Engvall. 
You gave him the crown today. Yeah. I thought he deserved the crown. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, if you could have smacked the mic. Here, hang on. Adam, Adam, who should wear Whoa. the crown? How dare you <laughs> ask me? How is that even a question? Who should wear the goddamn crown? You're gonna break. Forget the, the crown. It should be the heart trophy. What? Steve, why would you even ask me that? Yes, I'm gonna fix that don't microphone me. now. It's falling out. <laughs> oh, it's totally screwed. <laughs> That's how much I love West Macaulay. <laughs> it is stunning. <laughs> That's just gonna hang there now. Yeah. Just for anybody listening, there's the microphone is attached to strings, and Steve unstrung it. <laughs> I really did a number on that thing. That'd be ever talk for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Listen. Um, the hey. tap Lindsay too. <laughs> Give me your mic now! <laughs> it was very funny and a little bit intimidating to have Steve over there like that. But, you know, I, I, I do I do want to say... Oh, shit. Yeah, it's really messed up. Um, Just talk for a little bit. I can actually fix that. So the microphone's fixed. Also, my thumb is bleeding. Why is your thumb bleeding? I don't know. Where did your microphone sock go? I must have hit something. Oh, here it is. I found it. Here, always right. use protection. They're, uh, wow. Woo. Yeah, well, so I, mean, I don't know what Macaulay's all right. By the way, the uh, two-bite brownies I passed Steve, for anybody asking, um, no boogers. Just throwing that out there. Mm. They oh, had no boogers. I'll definitely have one. Very important. Question for you. Mm. Are two-bite brownies brownies, or are they just cupcakes without icing? No, no it's a brownie. Yeah, is it yeah. a brownie? No, no, they're made as brownies. And is a brownie really just a piece of cake that hasn't risen as much? Adam, I'm glad you asked that because it reminds me of something of, of Jesse's that I wanted to address. <clears throat> oh, please. What happened? Jesse? Don't let this be the hat trick thing again. <laughs> You're a very tall man. <laughs> yeah. Which Jesse, is ironic. Jesse drops it, drops it and goes, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I disagree. You're a very tall man. Which is surprising for someone who gets off so much by being a little shit. <laughs> wow. No, I'm, I'm here right. to listen. The hat trick, okay, there are so many things that you say that are objectively wrong that I think you say for funsies. Mm. The hat trick conversation, mm -hmm. I have never seen so many brains melted in my mentions by a single argument <clears throat> than the hat trick thing. <laughs> There That's are so several true. threads on the Reddit page. Oh my my yeah. mention, it is several times an hour. Uh -huh. People are going to put like a mob hit on you yeah, for saying that four goals is not a hat trick. It's funny when you teach someone something new and like they don't want to accept it. Teach someone something new. No revolution was started quietly. They, they were all on a podcast. Deep, man. <laughs> You're the when, Arthur Fleck of podcasts. When change comes to the world, the people will speak. Because people aren't used to change. It's uncomfortable. It's hard to hear. Very. It's not very, it's not easily acceptable. But eventually, the correct side comes to fruition. Mm. Comes to the forefront. Comes to the forefront. They're in your face. You have to face the truth. And I stated my case about the, the three goals or four goals being a hat trick. <clears throat> and I said my piece. Did you notice? And eventually, history will prove when we are in the future. It's do you want to be on the right side of history or do you want to be on the wrong side? You know, and eventually, history will prove out that I was on the right side of history. Mm. And everybody who wants to join me can join can me on the right side. Okay, on on the right side. W women should be able to vote. Yes. Don't be a Nazi. Mm. 
hat tricks are three goals only. <laughs> Things <laughs> like that. <laughs> Got it. Right yeah, side right. of history, Jesse Blake. Right. Uh, You're I'd brave. Like, I'd like to do like a, you. a quick shout out to a couple of guys that, uh, well, I worked with one of them in Calgary. Um, uh, J.D. Lewis and uh, uh, Jesse, what's well, Jesse and J.D. Uh, on uh, CJ92 in Calgary. Because they bought a billboard in Edmonton. That said, oh, you know those guys? Yeah, oh yeah. The Matthew Kachuk Friendship Tour coming January 29th. Uh, sorry, yeah, January 29th. They did it for charity. Um, they raised over $50,000. But uh, basically, uh, what's happened is they've, they've um, from what I understand, they're going to raise at least $20,000 for ALS research through this billboard, which is kind of neat. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so there were, basically, um, instead, they basically wanted to shift the focus from you know be, them being mad to an ALS drive, and I guess they've raised twenty thousand bucks and counting. And Edmonton fans are getting on board with this, and people are donating a lot of money, and it's kind of cool. So this is like a anyway. Quick shout out to Jesse and JD for the uh, uh, Matthew Kachuk friendship tour, um, and if you can donate to it, please do. And listen to them on CJ ninety two in Calgary. Woo! Part of the Bell Media family. Oh. So it's weenie in the butt in the morning then. No, they're good. Bell, don't listen to them. <laughs> no, it's it's been so funny <clears throat> watching Flames and Oilers fans begrudgingly work together on this. It has, it has. Flames Flames fans are like, we're doing this because we're super super cool. And Oilers fans are like, you are doing it because we bullied you into doing it because your original <laughs> idea sucked. Now let's talk about Edmonton. Let's talk about it. In he- headlines last night, Zach Cassian, the... It will come in at around three and a half to three and three quarter million dollars. So 3.75, something like that, over four years for Zach Cassian. Who was drafted. He's not the youngest man. He's not the oldest. I want to say 2009. Is that your guess? I think he was a 2009 draft pick. He was 13th overall by the Buffalo Sabres. From the Peterborough years Beats. young. Zach Cassian. 28. So he signed at least 32. Mm-hmm. Or rather, when's his birthday? Uh, January 24th. Oh, okay. Is... So he's a fresh 28. Yes. Fresh. No, he's going to be 29. January 24th is his birthday. Well, he's going to be in his 30s. <laughs> Sorry, I'm spent Sorry. after the microphone thing. Fuck. Right. Zach Cassian is going to make a lot of money. Mm. Is it not possible... To find a Zach Cassian replacement who does almost the same thing to put with Connor McDavid for less. Uh, I will, I'll say no. I'll push back on that. Um, it's, there are so few players in the NHL now who bring what Cassian brings. Right? The the, the belligerence and the pugnacity. <laughs> What's the, what is the, the, the intimidation for 60? <laughs> oh, no, it, Okay. <laughs> His hustle, his toughness, his scary intimidations per 60, all those things, right? Um, However, that is a great deal of money for a guy who, if you take him away from Connor McDavid, is not going to accomplish a ton. Now, he plays with Connor McDavid, so maybe it doesn't matter. That was the argument about Zach Hyman for a long time. You take him away from Matthews or Tavares, uh, it's not going to go well. Well, he's played so well that why would you take him? They away? would never do it. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be Cassian. And some Oilers, I saw Wood Guy, Wood Guy, great follow. Um, he pointed out uh, a Ken Holland quote that was like, "Well, three years ago in the playoffs, Zach Cassian was one of the Oilers' better players, and he had a gander at all the numbers, and he's like, in fact, he was one of the worst." 
Yeah. Right? Zach Cassian was terrible. Mm-hmm. So I think I think there's value in keeping Zach Cassian and replacing him on that line with a different, cheaper, more skilled forward. But they're not going to do that. The argument I've seen against it, like I'm not, I'm not rooting against Zach Cassian. No, here. this is not Zach Cassian. This is the Oilers continuing to do what the Oilers do, which is sign contracts they don't need to sign. They're strapped, right? They're cap strapped, and they're going to strap themselves again with a guy who might not get that on the open market. I really don't think he would. I do. Oh, I do. Well, I, ben, it would be Jim Benning, because Jim Benning is the king of bad July first contracts. And that guy played in my division, and I want him. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, uh, but it's just it, the the good point I saw, and I think this might have been another Wood guy one. The whole thing about McDavid is he makes the players around him better, which means you can put any old cheap winger. Sidney Crosby, the last ice surfing game I saw him playing, was on a line. I want to say it was with Dominic Simone and Zach Aston Reese. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sidney Crosby makes guys money. The difference is they make their money on a different team. Connor Sheary is a millionaire on the Buffalo Sabres. Brian Rust is a millionaire who is apparently God. Again, the dif- the difference is the production kept up, right? Um, I have no problem with Cassian staying an Oiler. I have no problem with Cassian as a player. It's a tough contract for the Oilers. What's the AAV? Somewhere between three and a half and three point seven five. Oh, okay. I believe that's the that's the quote. They they don't know yet. They haven't yeah. signed it. They win one cup. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh yeah. But I don't. the The term is concerning. But I think the amount's concerning. Yeah. I think in four years it's not going to be anything really. But and you do have Sam Gagne who's making three point one million. Another Jim Benning deal. Uh, on the books, so that's probably where they're thinking that money's going to come from. But all the same, it's still they're still strapped. Like they're still, I don't get it. I don't understand why they have to do this. Um, Obi scores two hat tricks in a row. What a monster! Passes Super Mario and then ties Steve Eiserman at goals all time. It's the most Ovechkin thing ever. He's got a shot at being tied for tenth. Ties passes passes ninth, <laughs> and he is tied with Steve Eiserman at six hundred and ninety-two oh, goals. Tied. Tied with no, at, at number nine. So he's at how many? Six hundred ninety-two. How old is he? Thirty-four. Like he really is going to hit. Or thirty-three. He's going to hit like eight hundred goals mm-hmm. in his pajamas. He's thirty-four. Like he's going to like. Do you understand? This guy is going to pass Gordy Howe sleepwalking in the era that he's had to play in. Unless he <clears throat> suffers some kind of catastrophic injury, he's going to pass one of the greatest hockey players. I mean, they're all. Every single person he's passing is a legend. But, like, he might pass someone named Mr. Hockey. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you this. Uh, David Pasternak is number one this season. He's got 37 goals. Ovi and Matthews tied for number two with 34. And here's who else is on the list, okay? I can't believe Ovechkin caught the both of them. Here's who he's got. You know he's winning the rocket, right? It's not Pasternak or Matthews. Ovechkin will win that. He's won it six of the last seven years. He's going to win it. I think it's an easy He's coming on strong. He's going to tie the both of them with a hat trick in his next game. So here's the thing. When his... Yeah, when Ovechkin inevitably gets a hat trick the next game, he will pass not only Steve Eiserman, but Mark Messier, too. He's got 692 goals. Messier has 694. (laughs) Mike Gardner, 708. 
Phil Esposito, 717. He could catch Phil maybe by the end of the season, although that would be a bit of a stretch. So, yeah, that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot of goals. <laughs> 731, Marcel Dion. So you'd have to think he's going to pass Dion and Esposito next year. Maybe Brett Hall at well at seven as well at 741. And then he's got a couple more years after that. So he's 36, 37 years old. Yager at 766. Gordie Howe at 801. Gretzky at 894. I don't see how Ovechkin ends his career lower than second all-time in goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, barring some crazy injury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. I don't, like, every rumor about him, every nasty tabloidy rumor about him ever released would have to be true. Like, you know, he gets some catastrophic injury, he's got some Russian birth certificate thing, and he's actually older than it says he is. Is like, that a thing in Russia? It's a thing with almost every player. Like, From Russia? Eric Engels literally asked Ilya Kovalchuk about it. Like, because he's listed as 36 and the rumor is he's actually 38. Oh. Wow. I've, I, that, that happens. Wow, really? It happens with a lot of Russian players. There was another guy. Oh, I can't remember who it was a few years ago. He was rumored to be going, like, he could have gone, like, first overall. Um... And then you looked at his career tra- trajectory and the way it went. It's like, oh, maybe he actually was lying. <laughs> he was a uh, good player, but like he wasn't a top ten uh, player. Eli Kovalchuk, by the way, has turned into an asset for Montreal. It looks like he might get traded <laughs> because he's been so good. <laughs> no, if you're not going to make the playoffs, that's what you got to do. Yeah, Turn why not? Right? Why okay, third round or second round draft pick, right? Good on Ilya Kovalchuk for completely turning everything around. Good on the Montreal Canadiens for taking this absolutely no-risk thing and potentially turning him into a fruitful investment. If you're the LA Kings, mm-hmm. are you not furious with how this has turned out, if with how Kovalchuk looks? If you're the LA Kings, you should have been furious for the last two years on how you've screwed up your franchise. They screwed up their franchise, but like you look at Ove- uh, Ovechkin, you look at Kovalchuk, the way he's played with Montreal... How do you look at the way he's played and believe that when he played for your team, he tried? No, they have a bad team right now. They do. What, the, the Habs are awesome? <laughs> but They're uh, better. But one thing Eric Engels always uh, makes note of is that the Habs give effort every night. Yes. So they're out there trying and that the problem mm-hmm. is they just don't have the skill every night. Right. But they always give a maximum amount of effort. And Kolchak get, gets into that system. He's out there trying and he shows he actually has it still. Mm. And the Kings, it doesn't look like they have anything. If you don't try in the Canadians, you will stand out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That, yeah. So maybe it's just to the Habs credit, and mm-hmm. there's nothing against Kovalchuk. I just I can't help but every single time I see a highlight pack with Kovalchuk as the center point of it, I, I just can't help but go. Did he even try when he was a king? Did he even try? Well, I think he did. I think the system he played in, which the the Kings play this this defensive system that has held. Other players back for years. Like, the only mm. players that could ever score goals for the Kings were, like, Anze Kopitar and Jeff Carter. And Marion Gabrick for three seconds. And I, I like... <laughs> and Dustin I, Brown occasionally. Yeah, well, Dustin Brown when he wasn't awful in that weird... <laughs> no, it was where he was awful where for four years. He became bad and, and then he's good again. And then he was good again. And you're like, what <laughs> yeah. happened there? That's weird. And he was a captain and they took it away. And they're like, yeah. he might have been an NHL it's, player. It, ironically, it's what we said about Jake Muzzin last episode. It's he's great now, but what he the second he takes a single step backwards, it's gonna be a it's gonna be off a cliff. Yes. And that was the Kings. But but 
Dustin Brown took a step off the cliff and then stepped back on it. And stepped <laughs> and back on it as the team sucks. <laughs> um, so, I, I so here, wait, wait, wait okay. <laughs> with, in 17 games with the Kings of the season, he had three goals, six assists, nine points. In eight games with Montreal, he has four goals, so he's already passed his goal total. Mm-hmm. Four assists for eight points. So he's almost there. <laughs> so... I think that the Kings system didn't lend itself well to Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah. And I think, I also would say this, um, the second season he was, or sorry, was that the, was last year the first season he was there? It was, it was. Yes. Uh, yes. Last year yes. was the first. So by the end of last season, things went so badly that Willie Desjardins is your coach and he's scratching you. And as you said last year, and I think this is a really good point, and this is no disrespect to Willie De- Desjardins, but who the fuck is Willie Desjardins? Who are you? And it was sort of like, okay, so are you scratch? Like, okay, maybe Ovechkin wasn't performing, but there's a reason that Willie Ajardan didn't keep that post, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that, right? We always joke about there's 35 guys for 31 jobs, and he doesn't have one right now, as far as I know. He's not a head coach, not in the NHL, right? Right. And he it, might be an assistant somewhere. Record when he was, uh, he's it's currently awful. the head coach and GM of the Medicine Hat Tigers. Come on, man. Oh, there you go. Come on, man. Like, it should say something. It's so hard to get kicked out of that group, mm-hmm. and he's not in it. And I think even a, a market like Montreal lends itself to Kovalchuk, where there's so much pressure. Like, he yeah. doesn't have any option here, to, but if you don't perform, that's it. He would thrive in a building like that. Right. Yeah. Where oh, the spotlight just on him every night, and he seems like he's thriving. He needs to end, like... A great pickup. Like, I, I, I look at... Last year, he had... Where was it? Last year, he had 16 goals in 64 games, which is, for the amount of money he was getting paid, horrible. But it's, I guess it's not an unmitigated disaster. The two seasons before that, he had 30-plus goals in the KHL. That is, I know it's the KHL and it's not the same. That is hard to do. It's, it? it's really hard to yeah. do. And he was on a stacked team like St. Petersburg. He had 31 goals. The next closest guy on his team was Nikita Gusev, actually, with 22 he had nine more goals than his closest teammate. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard to do. So I I just couldn't help. After last season, I was like, maybe he's just cooked. And at the beginning of the season, I'm like, maybe he's just cooked. <laughs> now I'm watching with the Habs. I'm like, I don't know if he tried as a member um, of the I LA think, Kings. I think it shows. No, I don't think it's about trying. I think it just shows that the LA Kings system is broken. It's been broken for a while. It doesn't work anymore. And Could they're be. stuck in five years ago. Yeah. And, and I know that the LA Kings have this great system. Mm-hmm. But they've got great players on that roster, admittedly some bad contracts, mm-hmm. and, and, and their previous general managers to blame for that. And I still don't think the LA Kings have done enough in the last couple of years um, to, to turn themselves around. They could be further along, much further along. The only trade they made last year was the Jake Muzzin deal. And, the and they did all right. Make, yeah, they did great there. The only trade they're going to make this year is the Alec Martinez deal. If it happens. They they got to like be really busy. Do, you could do more. They need to have a really busy deadline, man. I don't think they, they should. Will. I don't I, it can't just be expiring contracts. In second last in the NHL. No, but that's Oof. good. But so like, <laughs> how aren't you just selling <laughs> off everything? Tyler Tyler Toffoli's been on the trade block for three years. Right. Like, how yeah. still king? Let's go. Yeah. Let's Come go. Yeah. Like, let's do something. It's enough. This is what I was getting yelled at for with the Oilers earlier. Uh, here's in the, the year. But... <laughs> Like, it's, it's okay, it's hard to make moves. Mm-hmm. It's hard to move money. I get it. Mm-hmm. Try. You could find someone to take Alex Iafolo if you wanted to. Uh, yeah. Adrian Kempe, maybe. Kempe. Um, well, now you're, 
Not how much money do those guys make, right? Well, like a couple million. But you're talking about guys who are like on the cheaper side. Mm-hmm. They're on the, the younger the, side. The biggest problem that the Kings keeping. have. Martinez is 32. So that's not moving him with one more year at his deal. You get some real value there. I had no sure. idea he was that old. Um, but Dowdy is 30. And Kopitar is 32. And that, and that deal Doughty's just deal, started. Doughty's deal just started this year. That is an eight-year contract. Yeah. Kopitar's deal doesn't end till 23-24. So that's four more years they're, after this one. They're just going to repeat the cycle. <clears throat> they're going to repeat the cycle. They had these older, expensive vets. And by the time they're ready to do anything, they're going to have these older, expensive vets. And by the way, say hello to your future, San Jose. Actually, say hello to your present. No, that's their present. You're, yeah. the, you're the new LA Kings. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Oh, they need a goalie so bad. They need a goalie so bad. Man, I, I, I've... And here's the thing. They've got... They re-signed Jack Campbell at 165 for two more years after this one. He's a good backup. He is a good backup. But you've got Quick, not... His contract doesn't... He's 33 now. His contract doesn't expire for three more seasons after this one. Did he have one of those illegal deals? No. You sure? I don't, well, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Because I remember them, like, they were like, they signed that deal and then the case... Our goal is better like, for 10 years. 10 more years. 58 million, 2013, 14. I don't think so. He is almost 10% of their cap value I'm now. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, take a look. Oh, signing date July 1st, 2012. Yeah. So it didn't kick in until the next year. So yeah. It was, It. I guess it is. It's not really backdiving that much, though. Yeah, it's only it only gets down to two point five million in terms of salary. It's just the I think it's the length of time that's illegal. There were a bunch yeah, of contracts. There yeah. were a bunch of contracts signed over like the span of like a month, and it'd be great. It'd be fascinating, and it would take a few years from now. But it it it'll be fascinating to see how many of them even come close to finishing. The, okay, we got quick, and that's up in the air. We got Shea Weber. Well. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. Duncan Keith, we're not totally sure. Mm-hmm. Hosa, nope. Gabrick, nope. Zetterberg, nope. Datsuk, nope. Suter, we'll see. Parise, we'll see. It's a lot of them, man. It's a lot of them, and they're still going. Mm-hmm. Luongo, hard nope. Man, that sucks for Vancouver because they they could sign a terrible player for three million dollars. <laughs> Instead, they have to leave that space blank. They could get another Jay Beagle. They're top of the Pacific right now. I know they're great. They're no, no, no. Great. But think of who you could. So now you're top of the Pacific, right? Now you could add. Kind you of. You could top, add. Top in terms of they're all within one point five. It's it, that, that's exciting. Listen, I, I'll I give know. it to them. I, I'll give it to them. No, the point it's that the point is never that their young players are bad. They've drafted well. They've done that yeah. really, really yes. well. They have a yes. great young core. They have a horrendous group of older contracts. Yeah. Horrendous. I'm j- I'm just. I don't know. I've Louis said Erickson it before. got his thirty-seventh goal, by the way. Well, so it's less than a million dollars a goal they've paid for well, in his total time in Vancouver. It, it ain't good. Uh, it ain't good. Now, lastly, uh, before we get into All Star Game, quick All Star Game chat. Uh, David Backus went on waivers this week. He is now buried. By the wow. way, um, I don't know how this happened, and I don't know how to get there. But Cap Friendly has a night mode, so I went on. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think there's night mode for Cap Friendly because I was on today on my Google Chrome. Ooh, is it? Is and it? And I have it on the... night mode, and then Cap Friendly was on night mode. I was like, whoa. Is it all the numbers, but like sexy? But black and blue. Cool. If you go to the little settings thing in the top right corner, you can toggle on and off night mode. Whoa. So anyway, shout out to Cap Friendly for that. Um, but in all honesty, I feel bad for David Backus. He just got a big raise. Don't feel too bad. 
Oh yeah, because so yeah, so he so expl- again one more time on that. If you go to the miners, you don't have to pay escrow. So he's getting fifteen percent of his each paycheck from now on back. Yeah, he just got a fifteen percent raise, and next year too. And, and he's a person who makes six million dollars a year. It's not bad, eh? Four nine five. Four nine five. Yeah, four oh, okay. nine two five. Apparently, I think that might be actual money. Oh, is that actual money? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Six million bucks. Yeah. Yeah, because he got he has signing bonuses yeah. that were paid this year. I have no life. <laughs> and lastly, Steve, you're going to the All Star game. Yes. So we will be podcasting again on Tuesday, although I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about. Oh, is that what we're... Um, uh, we have to do Tuesday. Do the Leafs play Monday? No, they don't. No. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think we can do that. We have to talk... Because I have ice serving Tuesday as well. We have to do Tuesday. I know we have to do Tuesday, but I have to do ice serving. this week. <laughs> this is what everyone stopped fighting over. I know God. everybody wants you. I know. I'm friggin' hot. But, uh... Are but, you, yeah. You're going to be on the bench? So this is my understanding, and these on things... On Matthews's lap. Yes, literally going... Telling him, you, hey, <laughs> smarten up. You, you're <laughs> immature. <laughs> Tell Martin Marucci he's immature. Adam, he's the reason you're terrible. Adam and Jesse talk shit about you all the time. I don't, I don't actually <laughs> say anything. I don't actually talk shit about him. I'm just saying. Like, how's Emma? How's Emma? Is she cool? Since the last time I saw her, you know I met your mom, right? And like, Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah. So what's the deal? Y'all? Car wash... Car wash is going to happen Thursday. For so people who don't know what that means, I was about to Jesse. <laughs> okay, it's that again. The oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you can't start off a sentence and be like, "So the flugel doogle," uh, yeah. and nobody else is talking about. Listen, what I want you to know is here's something you don't understand. <laughs> you see what I do? You see this? Uh, the car wash. Is this funnier or less funny than West Macaulay? <laughs> West Macaulay, who will be at the All Star oh. game. Because they got to mic him up. Because he's like <laughs> Eddie Murphy <laughs> in his prime. It's uh, just he's unbelievable. Eddie and, and Eddie Murphy together. Yeah. Combined. And friggin' Carlin. <laughs> and just all of them. All of them. Fighting. They're going to be pulling fire alarms and shit when he does that. Okay, the so building's going to go nuts. You're going to be doing the car wash, which yes. is... So, to my understanding, I'm going to be interviewing the players at the Ulster game from 9 in the morning till 7 at night on the Thursday. Wow. Yes. Uh, what am I going to be talking to them about? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I have no idea, but it's going to be a very, very long day. Uh, and then the skills competition, my understanding, and this could change, is that I'll be on one of the benches the whole time. On the skills night, which is the, Friday this year. Yes. Okay. And then all those special permissions that we have on that night, the next night are revoked. So for the for the All-Star game, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I'll probably be around the bowl and we'll I'll probably be down to hang out. So when you're on skills night... Mm-hmm. When you're on the bench, do you know what you're going to be doing there? I think... Are you going to be on the broadcast? Well, I think you'll be able to see me. Oh, oh, like, will I have a mic and will I be talking? Well, yeah, no. Is going to check in with you? No. <laughs> no, I don't okay. think so, no. Okay. And if I do, I don't know that right now. Okay. Are you gonna have, you're going to have access to a camera, I assume? I think my phone. Your I th- phone? I'm pretty sure the plan is uh, uh, the fine woman who runs our uh, social media. Mm-hmm. She's going to be on one of the benches... And I think I'm going to be sending her stuff from the other bench. Mm. Oh, okay. That is what I think. To my knowledge, I'm not allowed to talk to the players. <laughs> so you, you can't record any footage when you're down there? 
like I don't see why I wouldn't be able to. What? No, I'm going to be able to record lots. But you can't. You can't talk to anybody. I mean, I you might. Can only take I, I mean, I might. Okay. Like I might. Okay. Well, I don't know. Okay. What are you gonna do? Send me home? I'm going home anyway. Shut up. <laughs> I don't live here. <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What are okay. you gonna do? Send me back to Toronto? I freaking live here. Whatever. I don't know. But it's it's That's gonna cool. be a lot of fun. So if you're, I get to see what it's like in St. Louis. Mm. Are you doing ah. a meetup? <clears throat> um, I'll tweet it out if I am. I just I don't know exactly. It'll probably be Saturday. Okay. Um. And if I do it Saturday, I don't know when it's going to be. So, so just watch that Twitter. Meet, meet Steve Dangle. Go to your Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. and you and you got to literally strip naked, like you just met Wes McCauley, and scream Please. at the top of your lungs. Don't. don't do that. Don't do that. I am not from there. I'm not trying to get arrested. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, how close are the arches to the arena? The no, arch, no say. idea. I just looked up the weather like the other day. Like, I don't even know. This is so fresh for me. I have more questions about Missouri if you'd like to field them. It's actually Let's pronounced go. Missouri. How so. is Missouri pronounced? Yes. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, is how it's pronounced. Okay. That's how it works. Okay, here's what an ignorant Canadian I am. Uh, when I looked up St. Louis on a map, mm. I didn't realize it was like five seconds from Chicago. Like, I didn't realize... St. Louis is like just below Chicago. Hmm. I don't know. It's like Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, and I guess Missouri and Tennessee, like, I guess the way they're portrayed is, you know, it's like the South and all that or whatever, or that's what I thought, or like the Midwest, or basically I'm basing it on Nelly videos. They make it seem like it's so much further west, and right. then you, and then you look at them on a map, and you're like, "Oh, it's there." Yeah, because it's like that little cluster of like Louisville and Nashville and St. Louis and Indianapolis. It's yeah, all in that area. Like, I wouldn't think any of those places were anywhere near each other. I would have thought they were all like an eight-hour drive from each other, <laughs> and they're right there. You could like commute. Oshawa to Toronto, basically. I don't know. Whatever. I'm gonna be going to St. Louis. It's gonna be great. Just you watch. Adam? You good? I'm just listening to you. Compelling content. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no. You're I'm, asking me something. I asked about... you. I asked you. I'm just listening. I have very it. few details. Well, I'm very excited for you. Me too. It's I hope great. I hope I don't get spit on by all the leaves. Let's do a quick press conference. Who are all the players on the roster? Oh, the Steve cool. Dangle press trying to think conference. Of... Yeah, this is. I've clearly done a lot of research. Do I know think, what I'm going to be asking. So, when you're doing the the scrums with all the players, the car wash, as you call it, I think it's going to be one on one. Do you think any of the Leafs are going to be like, "Hey, shut up"? Uh, potentially, Marner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You said last episode that you were concerned about it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Or at, at very, I think at best it'll be frosty, which isn't good for content. Hopefully, it's cool. I don't know. Right. We'll see. I've met Freddie. I've never met Matthews. Um, so it'll be nice to at least meet him. Uh, I don't know how I have to dress. Like, do I got to wear something nice? Atlantic, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, Anthony Duclair, Jack Eichel. Anthony Duclair's going? That's sick. Yeah. Okay. Matthews, Pasternak, Hedman, Weber, Anderson, Rask. Okay. If the Bruins don't know who I am, I'll be surprised. How think, haven't they all watched the Game 7 video from last year a thousand times? Pasternak and Rask? That's Rask what, especially! That's who you're getting. Come on! Okay, who else? On the rest of the roster? Yeah. Uh, Metro's Barzal. 
Gensel. Gensel uh, is interesting. Uh, Panarin, Konechny, Carlson, Kyle Palmieri, John Carlson, Dougie Hamilton, Seth Jones, Holtby, Corpusalo. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Good team. Okay. Uh, Central, Patrick Kane. Well, Corpusalo, no, he's not on the team anymore. He's he was, he was replaced by Jari. Yes. Oh, I guess this list isn't updated yet. Oh. There you go. Uh, Central's Kane, McKinnon, O'Reilly, Shifley, Sagan, uh, Stahl, Roman Yossi, Alex Pichrangelo. I've never heard of him. Jordan Binnington and Connor Hellebuck. Sorry. Okay. And Pacific's Couture, Dreisaitl, Kopitar, McDavid, Elias Pichrangelo, Jakob Silverberg, uh, Kachuk, Giordano, Marstrom, and Darcy Kemper. Very neat. Oh, what I wish Kemper was going. I called for you to win the heart, you know. Uh, first thing about the uh, press conference, Adam Wilde, you owe me a pizza. I do owe sir. you a pizza. I so do. what happened? Explain. And by proxy, you I... owe me a pizza. Why I actually don't, pizza, I don't remember, to be honest with you. You don't remember? No. What the we... coach. I explained it to you. On the oh, it was the all-star coach thing. <laughs> yeah, because Gerard Gallant is no longer the coach because the NHL is stupid. Um, so here's a reason to watch the all-star game. How about we take that away? And they did. So Gerard Gallant will no longer be uh, coaching the Pacific team. Supposedly uh, it was his idea. Well, then Not Gerard's too. dumb too. The NHL should have never let him. And that's why he got fired. Yeah. Hey Gerard, Somebody what would you Doug do? McLean and go, Doug, your buddy Gerard is is doing silly things and you need to encourage him not to. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I owe Jesse a pizza because I was hoping Gerard Galan would be there. And I said, there's no way the NHL will <clears throat> let anything fun happen. And I was correct. At, uh, Jesse, uh, you're wrong. Wes McCauley is going to be there. All right. It's going to be lots of fun. Here's a question from Marge and in charge on our Reddit page. <laughs> All right. That is very good. Uh, in the LFR, you talked about the only name we have is Georgiev, or however you spell it. <laughs> but they definitely spelled it wrong. Um, do you really think that's the only name the Leafs have, or is it the only name the media has? Uh, what do you guys I think? think? Could be both. Well, I don't, I don't think... I don't think we said that that was the only name. I think that no, that's... I did. No, oh. that's well. It's the only name we ever bloody hear. Yes, well, yeah, he because he's the one that's most obviously on the block. But right. if we know anything about Kyle Dubas, he likes to go switch. <laughs> that's what I said. What, what does he, he like likes to go? go? Whoa, whoa, but not in the switch. way that Steve received the brownies. Right. They're very different from that. This Steve was like, "Whoa, Jack Campbell!" <laughs> and just tears off his shit. Uh, by the way, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, guys. They're going to um, win it too. The Titans. Oh, did they beat my team, the Tennessee Titans? <laughs> yeah, Derek Henry couldn't run all over. Oh, them. my team didn't football as good as them. Anyway, I'm pissed. Don't be mad at football's amazing. Okay, Andy Reid needs a Super Bowl. Yeah, he needs a freaking ring. Yeah, who's that guy? Right now on the TV. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Wow, man. Ah, You're not one of the Mahomies? I'm so sick of him. No, I'm not a Mahomie. He just beat my, <laughs> my team. <laughs> Shut up, man. But anyway. <laughs> Who are they um, playing? Or is that? It was the Chiefs versus Titans. Yeah. And the Titan, the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl, and they're probably going to play the 49ers. They're going to win this afternoon. Oh, 49ers, okay. Chiefs, and four, Chiefs are going to win. Put your bets down, people! I think the only reason you hear Georgiev all the time is because he's the one who most obviously needs to be traded. And people in New York are like, well, he doesn't need to be traded. And it's like, well, yeah, he sort of does because Hank's not going anywhere and your goalie of the future is ready to go. And why wouldn't you get him reps now in a season that doesn't matter? Because next year it starts to matter. And, you know, I think um, I think there are probably other names out there. I think he's probably the most attractive name out there, too. Um, and it's also New York, 
is leaking this stuff to the media right now, which is mm. what you do because mm-hmm. they're dri- they want to drive up the price. Like you saw that tweet that everybody was riffing on Darren Drager on. I'm not sure if you saw this, but they're like, I'm not he, sure Kapanen gets it done. Yeah, he he was tweeting at James Myrtle about something because James Myrtle wrote an article about it, and he's like, I'm not even sure Kapanen gets it done. And many people said, if Kapanen does not get it done, then do not do the deal. And and in fact, if Kapanen is what it takes to get it done, do not do the deal. And I completely agree with that. If if Kapanen is what you have to give up to get a backup goalie with 60 games, right. yeah, then see you later, man. We'll yeah. sign this. We'll sign the short guy out of Russia, and we'll be fine. Uh, oh. You know, like I honestly. There's no, um, there's nothing in that, that that makes a lot of sense. I know what New York's doing, which is, let's see what we can get. Yep. Let's see if someone gets desperate. And I don't think anybody's desperate enough to give up that kind of talent for a backup goalie who has been admittedly very good in the time that he has played. But, uh, I'm sorry, 60 games is, is nothing. And the deadline, I want to say, is is it March 1st? Yes. I, I think, think so. it's a later one this year. Uh, NHL trade in there. We'll check it out. It's um, uh, it's th- not shaping up to be a good deadline though. Mar- Ma- Monday the twenty fourth of February. It's, it's not shaping up to be a good deadline this year. Even CJ yeah. even said that on the on a broadcast. He's like, it's going to be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and then, and watch like, this. This hey, will man, be the year. Uh, we have a we have a Sportsnet special coming up. And yeah. He's like, yeah, but it's still not going to be very good. Something's going to have to shock us. <laughs> yeah, if something good happens. Yeah, can't wait to be at the building for ten hours. <laughs> For nothing. Yeah, it's like, oh man, that Alec, like, no one's going to get excited about an Alec Martinez move. Leaf fans would get excited about a Georgiev move, maybe a defenseman, but, right. like, unless you shock someone, like, the St. Louis Blues trade Petrangelo, and you're like, whoa. Whoa. That's a big deal. That takes over the whole day. But that's not happening. And none of the bad teams have players, it seems this year, that are so good. Like, no, like, there's no aging veteran. Who's still really good Taylor on a bad team that's moving on? It's already Taylor no, Hall, the Coyotes. That's already done. Yeah, yeah, the Coyotes are. And you look at someone like Duclair. Like Duclair might most likely is going to get moved, but you don't look at that and say, "Whoa, shocker!" Guy having career season gets moved at deadline. Yeah, like and, and from Ottawa. Yeah, and like, I've <laughs> and I've already said I think the Sens should keep both him and Peugeot. They yeah, should, and then like, he also just might not get moved. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would love for them to see, keep both. I think that'd be great. Because I think, I think if you're declared to, um, I think you got it. Sometimes it's like Steve talked about goalies in their happy place. I think people in their happy place don't fuck with happy. If you are happy and you are successful in a certain spot, you found your spot. Stay in your spot if yes. you can. Uh, yes. Now, I would hope that Duclair's happy in Ottawa lifestyle-wise. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I would hope Eugene Melnick has stayed out of there. I mean, because well, that would be enough. Even if I was having a career season, if Eugene Melnick is goofing around and 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 being Eugene Melnick, um, then yeah, that may, maybe I would still consider leaving. The Sens have been pretty quiet. They have. It's been great. Uh, it's it's a good thing they brought in Nikita Zaitsev to change the culture there. As <laughs> NHL.com wrote an article, you are making that up. I want you to. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to NHL.com right now. No. And I want you to look up Nikita Zaitsev. No. And then I want you to look at the articles under Nikita Zaitsev's profile that were written recently about Nikita Zaitsev. Adam Bartholomew Wild. Who's the author? I'll get into that. Give me one sec. I'm just pulling it up right now. It's, uh, It's up on the screen. It was written July 8th, 2019. Yeah. Is it a guy in a, in a hat and mustache named Zakita Nightsef? It was written by NHL.com, at NHL.com on Twitter. 
Wow. So here's what DJ Smith had to say. I'm looking for people to change the culture here and up the work ethic. I just explained how much I needed him, and we needed him here in Ottawa to help us with that. Oh. Oh, you're trying to put logic behind the deal that we all know why the deal happened. Okay, never mind. I, I still don't know why the deal happened. Like, I still don't know what was in it for Ottawa. This summer, you'll know. When four and a half comes off the books, you'll be like, oh, that's why. <laughs> no, no. What's in it for Ottawa? Connor Brown. Oh, yeah, and he's been good. Connor Brown, and uh, yeah. I think they might have got a pick out of it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Michael Carcone. Anyway, uh, yes, there are other there are NH, other NHL goalie names out there. Um, however, Connor Brown, thirty one points. Um, however, I don't. I just don't believe that any of them are as sexy as Georgiev or as obvious. And obvious, sorry guys, uh, in the media, obvious is usually what people go with. All right, yeah. because that's sort of the rule. And the Leafs are, need a backup goalie. I don't think they're the most desperate team out there. No, no, but they are... should make the deal. Yes. Final thing of the day. Well. The New York Islanders, at least their Twitter account, is filled with a bunch of cowards. Oh. <laughs> and they need to be called out for being pathetic little cowards. Wow. Whoa. Wow. The Colin New York cowards. Islanders were up 4-1 on the Washington Capitals. Not as easy as it looks! <laughs> Devin Taves sellied his goal to put them up 4-1 by doing Ovechkin's bird flap. Kuznetsov. Oh, sorry, Kuznetsov's bird flap. My bad. The Two Islanders d- Twitter account tweeted out the Sally and then the 100 emoji. Ooh. And then Devin Taves doing the Sally. And then the Islanders went on to lose the game 6 4. So they did not hold on to that 4 1 lead. They lost the game. They got Ovechkin. And then the New York Islanders Twitter account deleted that one tweet. Come on! And Russian Machine Never Breaks wrote a whole article about it. Oh, that's amazing. Because they live in a petty kingdom. You suck! (laughs) Like that, you suck! You do suck. That's, it is embarrassing. Don't delete the, the, at the time you were up 4-1 and he sellied. Like, it doesn't erase the history. Jesse. You suck. Okay. (laughs) Should you delete a tweet just because... Twitter people were mean to you. No. Should you delete a tweet if Lou Lamorello <laughs> texts you, delete that tweet along with a picture of your car? Then, <laughs> <laughs> then you delete the tweet. That's, that's what yeah, I think that's happens. That's a different circumstance. That's okay. what I think happens. You think Lou Lamorello told them to delete the tweet? I think. At very least, someone afraid of someone who's afraid of Lou Lamorello said delete it. Did did Lou call him on his secure line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's a red wire. <laughs> Sir, your sec- <laughs> secure phone line is ready. <laughs> Good times. Oh, I great think times. That, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, hey, how Own about it. you delete that tweet before I give you concrete galoshes? Yeah, that's, but no, that's... if we delete it, nobody will notice that we tweeted it and everybody made fun of us. That's the thing about the internet is it once it's gone, it's gone forever. Ever. Nothing is, nothing's ever forever on the internet. Nope. Uh, I want to shout out Jeremy Bracco. He had two assists. He Ovechkined the Marlies today. What? Two assists ties him for second all-time for the Toronto Marlies. Bracco well, has actually, 112 assists. You don't want that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you really don't. Who'd he pass? Tim Stapleton? He's tied with Chris Newberry. 
Oh, oh. dear. And Mike Zygomanis is the all-time leader at 116. Bracco is fourth in the AHL with assists right now. He will pass Ziggy probably in the next couple of games. You can listen to Mike Zygomanis on the morning show. The starting lineup on Sportsnet <laughs> 590 The Fan, along with Ashley Docking and Scott MacArthur. Don't laugh. Scott MacArthur's having a great day. He's, he's a 49ers heard, fan. I've never heard of that show. I only listen to TSN 1050 and Overdrive and Leafs Lunch. Another great programming on DSN. Mako and Cause. <laughs> that is cause. that is a lie. You listen to Sports at Five Ninety The Fan. You watch games on Hockey Night in Canada, and when they're done, you watch Show Me Until You Fall Asleep. The that is what you do. <laughs> show me, show me what. That is what ago. you do. You the, fall asleep to the fine programming on Show Me. The only Sportsnet programming what? I watch is Icer. Oh, goddamn right. That is the only way I consume yeah. my hockey. Is through ice surfing. Yeah, I know my <laughs> hockey show All right. is ice surfing. <laughs> it's one thing when we pick on strangers. I'm in the room. All right? We do a fine show on ice surfing. It's really good. Uh-huh. And you can catch it every Tuesday from 7 p.m. Eastern to 10. Except for the week after the All-Star Game we're doing Monday. But only in it if you're in a specific region that allows mm, yeah, you to Canada! <laughs> That's a pretty Sorry specific... that Canada is too specific. I, it's a bit of a specific re- it's a bit of a niche audience compared to the states, you'd be honest, right? And every every show when I tweet out the link, all the tweets I get are when is when are you gonna allow it to be in the states? <laughs> like it's my freaking call. No, or anybody is in charge of the NHL rights package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, job. you know, all the all the people at Sportsnet <laughs> are like, what if that? what if we what if we just like Here's something for our business. What if we just broke the law? Uh, right. <laughs> what if we just... But people will tweet you like you have control of international law. Yeah, and the thing about that is if you live in the States and something's Canada only, it's impossible to watch it. I'm not allowed to say anything in particular, but... Ice surfing, 7 to 10, Eastern, Tuesdays. Love it. Except... Show me. If it's not. <laughs> Except the one more time! Oh, whatever! Well, the time doesn't matter if you pause it. Wasn't it on, like, Wednesday a couple weeks ago? Uh, no, it was on New Year's Eve. Which was a Wednesday. Was it not? No. No. No, no, maybe I'm confused. New Year's Day when we were all hungover. Doesn't matter. Hey, guys, Let's watch TV on Twitter. The thing is, there'll be so much great stuff on ice surfing. Especially this week. Yeah. After the podcast, Steve is so he'll go warmed up to ice surfing. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine, right? Like he usually goes in there cold, yeah. but he's gonna go in there having warmed up here, coming in hot, just like the fajita. Double header. I'm ready. All right, guys. So we will see you Tuesday because Steve is leaving Wednesday to go to the show, and then we're gonna have a show on the Monday after Steve gets back because, uh, yeah. And I also, honestly, no, that's oh, fuck. So we're gonna be doing back to back podcast ice surfings. Yeah. Great. Jesse, Steve might have to work an eight-hour day. (laughs) The Steve Dangle Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Connection complete.